The word hope means to believe that something good can happen. I'm Heather, and this is my sister Beth. Separated by the pandemic and living on different continents, we wanted to do something together to encourage ourselves and our friends. 10 Minute Hope Show was born. This is a place for stories of hope to encourage us along the way. We are so glad you're here. Welcome to the 10-Minute Hope Show. I'm Heather, and this is my beautiful sister, Elizabeth Marie. Hi, Beth. (laughs) How's it going? Hey, Heather Joy. Hi. I'm great. How are you? Yeah, I'm good. Doing good. (sighs) Good. That's so great. Well, I'm really excited because I am excited to hear what you have to share with us today. Thank you. I am excited, too. So today we are going to be talking about um, Elizabeth Elliot, who actually Elizabeth Marie Beth, my sister, um, her name spelling comes from Elizabeth Elliot because our mom mm-hmm. really loved Elizabeth Elliot growing up, um, yeah. which she passed on to us. So Elizabeth Elliot, I'm just going to tell a little bit about her story um, of what happened sort of in her early years as a missionary and then sort of what happened after that. Does that sound like an excellent plan? Yes. Tell yes. me. All right. So um, Elizabeth Elliot um, was a missionary in Ecuador with her husband, Jim Elliott. And they had gone to college together and both felt a call into missions separately and then ended up getting married and going to the Amazon jungle where they were um, serving the Indians there, the native people there. So there were all these different villages that they were trying to reach with the gospel who had never heard the name of Jesus, didn't know anything about the creator God that made them. And they were Mm -hmm. like, this is who we are called to serve. And so they went there and there's one specific group of people called the Aka Indians. So the Aka people were the ones that God had called them to serve. And um, so they had all these, all of these scouting things that they would do. They had this red, no, sorry. They had this yellow airplane, wooden airplane that they would um, fly over the jungle, through the jungle, everywhere, looking for settlements for Aka mm-hmm. settlements, because they didn't even know where they were. They knew they existed. Mm-hmm. They were out there, um, mm-hmm. maybe, um, but they didn't know where they were. So eventually they found where they were and they would um, drop gifts out of the airplane. And mm-hmm. um, sometimes the, the Indians would, that's what they called them at the time. So that's what I'm going to call them. Um, the Indians would put like a parrot in one time in the bucket that they dropped the gifts in, they put a parrot in it and it pulled mm. back up. And so they were exchanging gifts and they were building this relationship starting out. They would yell things out of the airplane. You know, we are your friends. And um, so they, the guys, the five men decided, okay, we are going to go and land near where the Aka settlement is. And we are going to try to make contact with these people. And they were really excited. And so they, they had this whole plan and they landed, they even brought a tree house in with them kind of to put in the trees. Um, and they landed their plane on this big Sandy beach that they'd seen. That was a good runway landing place. And so, um, so they landed and they were standing in the river calling out, um, you know, we are your friends. We are your friends, things like that. Um, and then some of the three Aka people came mm-hmm. out of the woods and started to, to, um, or out of the jungle and started to, you know, talk to them and, um, not talk mm-hmm. to them. They couldn't really talk, but started to look at their camera and all these things. And they got video and pictures and then they were there for a while. And then they went back into the jungle. And then a little bit later, some of the Aka warriors came with their spears and just ran out of the wood jungle and immediately killed them. Like just mm-hmm. through spears through their bodies and they just fell in the river and on the beach and they died. Meanwhile, 
um, with no real warning. Meanwhile, back at the the jungle station where all the wives were, they had this, you know, radio, they were waiting for news of what happened because this is the big event. They'd been waiting for this. Um, and the wives um, didn't hear anything, didn't hear anything, didn't hear anything. And um, finally, I think one of the other men had a, an airplane. And so he went and flew and he saw the men floating in the river and that they had died and been murdered, been killed. And um, Elizabeth Elliot talks about when, she received the news of her husband's death. Um, mm-hmm. This verse came to her from the Lord. When you pass through the waters, I will be with you. And when you pass through the rivers, they will not sweep over you, which is Isaiah 43 from Isaiah 43 too, which I never mm-hmm. thought about how special that is because her husband had died in a river. Mm-hmm. Verse talks about a river, but um, mm-hmm. anyway, so that could have been the end of Elizabeth Elliot's story, but it's not. Do you want to hear what happened next? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so after this happened, um, Elizabeth and some of the other women decided that they were going to stay. They weren't going to leave. They were going to stay. Um, and so I'm just going to read this writing of that um, she wrote called Do the Next Right Thing. Um, and so it says this is what happened after her husband was killed. When I went back to my jungle station after the death of my first husband, Jim Elliott, I was faced with many confusions and uncertainties. I had a good many new roles besides that of being a single parent and a widow. I was alone on a jungle station that Jim and I had manned together. I had to learn to do how to do all kinds of things, which I was not trained or prepared in any way to do. It was a great help to me to simply do the next thing. Have you ever had the experience of feeling as if you've got too far too many burdens to bear? far too many people to take care of, far too many things on your list to do. You just can't possibly do it. And you get into a panic and you just want to sit down and collapse in a pile and feel sorry for yourself. I feel like I can just, I can relate to that. (laughs) Yes. And then she goes on to say, well, I felt that way a good many times in my life. And I go back over and over again to an old Saxon legend, which I'm told is carved in an old English parsonage somewhere by the sea. I don't know where this is, but the poem that was written, but this is a poem that was written about that legend. The legend is do the next thing. Um, and so after I finish reading this, I'll, I'll read the poem, but it says, um, so, so she talks about the poem and then she says, so I went back to my station, took my 10 month old baby and tried to do each duty quietly as the will of God for the moment. Um, mm, and good. it goes, I know, isn't it good? So I'm just going to read this poem, which yes, actually from the 1800s, it was in this old tiny little book called be next thing or something, but this is um, so this is a really old poem, but it's really come to light. And even Anna from Frozen sings about it. So it's, <laughs> but Elizabeth Elliot is the one that sort of brought it into modern times that we you know, know about it because of her. So here it is. From an old English parsonage down by the sea, there came in the twilight a message to me. It's quaint Saxon legends, deeply engraven, hath, it seems to me, teaching from heaven. And through the hours, the quiet words ring like low inspiration, do the next thing. Many a questioning, many a fear, many a doubt hath its, hath its quieting here. Moment by moment, let down from heaven, time, opportunity, and guidance are given. Fear not tomorrow's child of the king. Trust them with Jesus. Do the next thing. Do it immediately. Do it with prayer. Do it reliantly, casting all care. Do it with reverence, tracing his hand, who place, who hath placed it before thee with earnest command. Stayed on omnipotence, safe neath his wing, leave all results, do the next thing. And so that's what she did. And she 
that's what she did. And she was in, um, she did end up, if you um, read her story, she ended up actually going back to serve the Aka people. Like she ended up moving into their village with them, with her tiny little blonde child and um, living among them and serving them. And then eventually she ended up going back to the States and sharing her story there. So that is, that's Elizabeth Elliot. What do you think, Beth? What stands out to you from that story? So Elizabeth Elliot and her husband, Jim Elliot, have always seemed a little bit otherworldly to me because they, I don't know, just their, you know, plan to be missionaries to people that are, um, you know, yeah, right. they far seem off like, yeah. and don't speak their language and mm-hmm. just the whole thing. So, but just thinking about just the, you know, that sometimes things that seem complicated and far off are actually Hmm. more simple, you know, and in terms of what, what she was supposed to do, what her husband was supposed to do, which was, Mm -hmm. you know, to really give his life for these people. Right. Mm -hmm. Because, because of that, you know, she moved in other people also shared and they, you know, the gospel was spread in among those people, even though, he lost his life and yeah and then her um her way of of functioning which is trusting god and then also just doing what what am i supposed to do right now you know one step at a time and just it's just a good reminder about life and that it's sometimes it, people or things can seem so different from us but it's they're not, you know, they are, they, the way that they do the right thing is the same way that you and I would do the right thing. It's just, it's really good, you know, trying to be obedient in the moment and that's it, you know, because I can't control what I did yesterday and I can't control what I do tomorrow, but I can control what I do right now. And I can't control other people, but I can control myself and just, Mm um, you know, being faithful do mm-hmm. what I know I'm supposed to do. And mm-hmm. that's it. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. That's really good. I think that's great, Beth. Um, there's not like a magic thing of like, oh, I've had this plan of being this great person. It's like, you were just obedient and faithful step by step by step. And that's a very accessible thing for us to be able to do yeah. too. Yeah. And leaving the results to God, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. That's good. Um, that's um, great. Thank you. What was the verse you, you had? Uh, the verse was Isaiah, um, 43. Well, I already read one verse, but there was another verse that, Mm -hmm. um, that she said at the beginning of every of her, um, radio shows gateway to joy, Mm -hmm. which is you are So she'd always open her radio show by saying you are loved with an everlasting love. That's what the Bible says. And underneath are the everlasting arms. And then she'd say, this is your friend, Elizabeth Elliot. So if you want to know more about Elizabeth Elliot, her website is a great place to start because all of her books, all her resources, everything, um, she's, there's a podcast with all of her you know, teachings and things. Um, and she's passed away now, but all of her things have been recorded and you can listen mm-hmm. to all of her Gateway to Joy radio programs um, online. And so I'm going to be doing that. Um, so that's good to know. <laughs> so do you want to end awesome. us in prayer? <clears throat> sure. Thanks. Lord. Um, thank you so much for this, um, this, these lives, Lord, that we just learned about and that uh, Heather shared with us. And I just ask that anything that you want us to take from it, that we would take, um, anything that, um, just, we don't need, we just, you know, leave it, but we just ask that, um, the things that you want us to, um, 
receive from you, from, from these, these people's lives and just your faithfulness to them and just, um, anything about you that we want, you want us to learn, help us to learn. Um, we just commit our lives to you and we just ask for your will to be done. And thank you that, um, no matter what Lord, that you're with us and you take care of us and that we can trust you in Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Thanks Beth. That's good. Thank you for for sharing. Yes. Thank you for, um, for joining us today, you guys, we've really loved sharing this with you and we'll see you next time. Bye. Bye.